listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast. What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with Sean Mitchell, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast for Monday's nine-game NBA DFS main slate. Uh, Sean, some big slates this season, you know, just because of the condensed schedule. Uh, though this weekend, you'll see as we get to it, a couple five-gamers, which is really uh, in our wheelhouse. This, like, nine and above range. Player pools get pretty big. Ownerships get a little bit depressed, which is, isn't terrible if you want to be a little bit different. But uh, some interesting matchups here uh, recording on Sunday evening. So we only have a handful of game totals here. But right off the bat, the one that does jump out is that late-night hammer, 10 p.m. start. Uh, two hours after the uh, the second to last game tips off, right. we have Sacramento Golden State. Uh, Golden State is going to be on a back to back for this game of uh, a two thirty two total, two and a half point spread. So uh, that should be a nice one. Uh, some higher point spreads that we are also have here: uh, Detroit and Milwaukee's fourteen and a half. Detroit's on a back to back in Milwaukee. That's definitely probably going to be one. Uh, we'll be a little bit weary of Charlotte and Philadelphia, nine and a half point spread in this one. We just saw this game the other night and Philadelphia would have covered the nine and a half, but Charlotte stayed around in this one uh, for a little bit longer than I think we had expected there, Sean. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we, you know, we talked about that uh, right before we jumped on air. And then the other one uh, I think maybe taken worth noting is OKC in Miami, uh, eight point spread in that one. Uh, you know, another game where, you know, the Thunder at times hang around, but we think Miami, as long as they're healthy, uh, should be in for uh, a good game there. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, yeah, one that you didn't mention that I think will be, I mean, and it's not really that we're worried about it, but one that I think is going to be just fun to watch. I think it's going to be New York and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been really good to start the year. So is New York. Six point spread, 222 and a half uh, uh, total, total on that one right now. So I think that's going to be a really uh, good game to watch too. Yeah, I love that one. That I agree with you 100%. Uh, it is. It, there's some interesting matchups. Let's uh, let's waste no time, and we'll jump into it. Uh, at the point guard position here for this slate, um, you know, we do see here that Dallas is going to be on a back-to-back, uh, and Luka Doncic did not play Sunday night, was ruled out uh, with the quad injury. So that's something we have to pay attention to because this is a, a Luka-Harden matchup. But Harden himself, also questionable to play in this one. So we could have Dallas-Houston – uh, with no stars, so be on the lookout for that as the injury news breaks throughout the day. Uh, below Luka, though, the next tier of guards here looking pretty solid. Steph Curry in that Golden State-Sacramento game. De'Aaron Fox, absolutely horrible defender still. Uh, guards are just tearing him apart. Uh, and this, hopefully, would be a game that Golden State can't compete in. Uh, Trey Young against the Knicks. Uh, Alf Payton defense, again, not a good defender there, though. We did see a stat earlier today, Sean. Uh, about the Knicks and their defensive prowess lately. Uh, yep. Now with Tom Thibodeau uh, at the head coach spot, uh, and then rounding off sort of that top tier, Ben Simmons, John Wall, uh, and Wall looking fantastic uh, in his two games with the Rockets, thirty six and thirty seven minutes, both against Sacramento. So again, De'Aaron Fox, not a good defender, but twenty two six and nine, twenty eight four and six. Uh, it's just some answer effort. So that's the top tiers. I always rate them uh, for this slate. Uh, how are you feeling? Anyone really jump out to you that you have a favorite as? Man, I really like the price on John Wall. Uh, he's you know seven point six on on DraftKings, eight point five on uh, on FanDuel over here. He's put up you know 40, 44 and, and fifty seven, I believe. Guy's just been rejuvenated. Uh, he's really interesting at the price point. 
Uh, don't know, like I said, if Luka's going to play. Don't know if Harden's going to play. Uh, obviously, if Harden doesn't play, you know, we just saw what John Wall did in the last game without him. Uh, so definitely excited about that. I think he will log, you know, he's definitely probably going to likely end up being chalk. There's just no doubt about it. Yeah, that price on DraftKings is almost impossible. Not to yeah, when I saw that, I was like, what? <laughs> 7.6. Okay, well, well, they just, I don't know. It seems like DraftKings has dropped the ball quite a few. I don't know. Both sides have, have dropped the ball on a few different players already to start the year. Sure. But, yeah, for sure. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, Trey Young, uh, I'm really, you know, want to see that matchup. Uh, he's a little bit higher priced than we'd probably expect. 9-4, 9-8, 9-4 on FanDuel, 9-8 on DraftKings. Really like the Steph Curry matchup. Um, I think he's priced accordingly because, as you mentioned, De'Aaron Fox, not that great of a defender. Uh, Steph at home here, uh, taking on uh, you know De'Aaron Fox and the Sacramento Kings. Really like that. Um, ben Simmons, fresh off a, a triple-double against the St. Hornets team. I think we got to kind of give him a little bit more respect now uh, after he finally kind of got over that hump. We've been waiting on that game, and – I'll be the first to say I was off of him the other night just simply because his price was in in and over the 9K range. And, he, you know, he's 9-1 on DraftKings, but only 8-7 on DeFanduel. Um, yeah, I think the top tier for the point guard spot is just absolutely loaded. Uh, but right now, John Wall is definitely leading leading the way with the uh, pricing so far. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think Wall is just a great value, again, being priced down at, the, at that top tier guards. The Simmons thing is interesting to me because I'm with you on that. I've been off of Simmons lately. Uh, If you look at, you know, it's early in the season, obviously, so I'm not going to say this is just a trend that's going to happen, but, you know, they added shooters to the 76ers team this year, and I don't know if that, you know, has any correlation now. If you look at Ben Simmons' shots per game attempt, and they're down this year than they had been in years past. He's under 10 shots per game. He's under 10 free throws per game. Two stats that he was, uh, you know, 11 and a half or over, you know, the last couple of years. So, you know, mm-hmm. sure, it just those couple of shots maybe don't seem large in the grand scheme of things. But, uh, you know, those things do matter for sure. So um, I was with you on that, seeing that he's only surpassed 10 plus shots this season uh, twice. Uh, and he didn't even get it done against Charlotte and only nine shot attempts in that one. Uh, certainly something to pay attention to there. Uh, the next tier down, I, I think, is, again, still really strong. Uh, Darren Fox is at 8K on FanDuel. Malcolm Brogdon, who, you know, I told you, uh, you and James in our, in our little group chat, I was like, I can't get myself away from Brogdon. And then, of course, you know, Tinker Time is what I'd like to call it, pulled myself <laughs> away, uh, and he went off 52 fantasy points against the Knicks. Uh, Kyle Lowry is somebody that we like playing, you know, at least for me in cash games. I think he's as safe as safe it can be. Going to get Boston here. Jeff Teague left today's game with an injury. Um, so if he doesn't end up playing, they have rookie uh, Peyton Pritchard and Tremont Waters really as their guards. They could slide over Marcus Smart if they wanted to and have him run the point, which they've been doing. But still, you know, uh, Kyle Lowry to me at $7,500 on FanDuel and over on DraftKings, $8,000. Like, I still think like he's a just a very solid, solid play. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, that he's a, a triple-double threat almost. He hasn't yet this season, but we saw it numerous times last season, you know, where he gets right up there and it's just like he almost just can't get it for some reason. But it seems like he's always on triple-double watches about every game. Like you mentioned, it, it, it would be a good matchup. It would probably suck if, if Smart got moved over to the point guard spot because, you know, then he might be, you know, paired up with Kyle Lowry. But i got a feeling they're probably going to still put him on Fred Van Fleet, uh, try to get him contained. Uh, we saw him just absolutely go off the other night. So, right. uh, yeah, I think Lowry would still be a good spot there. Um, how about Terry Rozier dropping 35 actual against Philly in the same spot? I mean, I was – Dude, Rozier now, two games this season, 
pretty much bookending his year at this point. Opening night, 42 actual, and then 35 actual uh, the other night. Yeah, listen, he's he's listed as a point guard. He's not their point guard. He's their shooting guard. Like, that's that's the position that he is playing, uh, and we'll touch upon why that is in a moment here. Uh, Yeah, you know, listen, he's giving you great scoring production. It's great to see that he has this type of upside because it makes him just – your your GPP play like he is what we talk about when we get talk about guys like Jamal Murray who have these nights where they just go off for 30 40 actual and they give you a couple other stats and next you know you're looking at 50 plus fantasy points so you know is it likely that he goes off for 35 actual again probably not but you know what Seth Curry is kind of the defender on him if he's really playing shooting guard it's not Ben Simmons uh, you know who's who's giving more trouble uh, to other, you know, defend, you know, he's a good defender, gives trouble to guard. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Rozier could be in a really strong matchup here, um, you know, if he's up against an easier spot. So, I don't hate Rozier. I don't know if I'm going to chase those points. You know, he's 7K. I think there's other guys in that area on FanDuel that I like a little bit better. Uh, on DraftKings, what are we looking at his price at? 71 same, same still? Same price, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I may end up fading on him, and, and it could ultimately be like an ultimate mistake. You know, but uh, you know, DraftKings like John Wall is only a couple hundred more dollars than him. Jimmy Butler, who burned me the other night, but I still think I would go back to it 74. And then below them, we have you know, pick your own ball. You play Lonzo or Lamelo at this point uh, on FanDuel. They're a hundred dollar difference, 65 and 64. A little bit bigger of a price gap on DraftKings, where Lonzo's 67, Lamelo's 56. Lamelo's yes. the point guard on that team. Lamelo's the point guard. That's why Rozier has these easier matchups. And we were sort of wondering how long it would take for Ball to basically take over in this rotation. And the last three games now, 29, 27, 31 minutes, 44, 31, and 37 fantasy points. Like Lonzo, he fills up the stat sheet. Assists, rebounds, steals. He gives you some blocks and he can score a little bit. I mean, at 56 on DraftKings, I almost think you have to play Lamelo. I don't think you can get away from it. I mean, the dude's just been great. I mean, just like you said, he, you know, he's giving you three, four, eight rebounds, five, six, you know, assists, three blocks, and then eight steals over the last four games. It's just, it's just crazy. I mean, it's not like he's shooting the ball, you know, really, really well. You know, four of 12 last game, one of four from three. But the two games prior, six of 14, you know, the seven to 10 game against Dallas was really good. And that showed, you know, that was his highest game at 45 fantasy points. But at that price, I mean, I can't believe that DraftKings really just did they, – they bumped him $100. I mean, right. yeah. 100 bucks. That's it. So, yeah, I mean, him and John Wall on DraftKings, oh, I think that's just an easy start for you already. I mean, I hate that they're both in the point guard spot. But with all the position eligibility and everything, you can easily get them in there. Oh, to DraftKings, DraftKings, for sure. You can, you can play them in four different spots, basically. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, for definitely 100%. Uh, tier below them, again, I'm looking at FanDuel here for uh, for this. We have, you know, Goran Dragic. I know you're you're a big fan of Dragic. He's coming off the bench here, which is really where, you know, he thrived a lot last year. Yeah. Um, he gets a great matchup against OKC at 61. Markel Fultz, um, I haven't seen any updated injury news when it comes to um, – Fournier, I don't know if you've seen anything like that or, so or questionable. Yeah, I don't, he's so just questionable, right. right? Yeah, so so that's something to at least watch. But Fultz has been really, you know, generally solid, uh, you know, overall this year. He's at fifty eight hundred in Cleveland. You know, I love going up against Colin Sexton, Darius. Like they're not they're not great defenders. Usually, really yeah. strong matchups for there. Um, and then we have Elf Payton, who again thirty three minutes against the Pacers. Yeah. 
really strong. He's only $5,300, and he's getting Atlanta on the opposite side of that um, uh, of that matchup against uh, Trey Young. So, you know, if you're looking down the list here, uh, you know, Peyton 6K on, on DraftKings, you do get the bump for double-doubles, but I, I'm kind of buying in uh, on FanDuel, at least, if you need to save a little bit of cash, there's there's Peyton for you. Yeah, five point three on on Fanduel. I mean, I know that you know the the defensive stats have not exactly been there. I mean, you know, but you know, still here and there. Uh, no blocks, obviously. He's he's just not a blocks guy. But I mean, yeah, definitely probably like him more on DraftKings where you get a little bit of the added, you know, the, the added extra. And he's not really just a big three point shooter either. So, I mean, yeah, take the savings on on Fanduel if you want to go that route. But honestly, I mean. As we've already talked, I don't really think we're you know probably going to have to go that route. I mean, yeah. this looks like I'm a draft and DraftKings. You don't even need to touch it. DraftKings, you can yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm fan, though, you, you you know you got to look a little bit more, but yeah, on DraftKings, I think it's pretty set in stone where you're going to start at in the point guard list. Right. Um, if we're just looking at some value here, you know, if Fournier is ruled out again, we did see Michael Carter Williams start the other day. I wasn't in on Michael Carter Williams. I just I don't think there's enough volume for him in, in that offense. But he did give you nine rebounds. He played 31 minutes, so like all of those numbers were there. He's 3,700. And then I mentioned Jeff Teague left today his game with an injury. Uh, Peyton Pritchard played 27 minutes. He's a rookie that I've talked about a few times uh, already on Twitter and touted him a little bit. Um, you know, he's had some good games. He's had some down games, as, as rookies do. Um, sure. but, tw- but 27 minutes in, in a game that was only a two-point game. So if Jeff Teague is out, Peyton Pritchard at $3,700 on DraftKings, uh, and FanDuel, I mean, on FanDuel and DraftKings, he's 37 as well. He's 37 on, yeah, he's 37 on FanDuel. You know, too. I mean, if you're looking for a punt on a big slate, like his recent games outside of that one Detroit game, you know, has been pretty solid for a near mint price guy. Yeah, yeah, I totally don't hate it. I mean, I've, I've looked at Peyton Pritchard pretty much every slate, but I just couldn't come to terms. You know, today, if you, you know, kind of lucked out with the T, you know, injury that, that got him the extra run in the bump. Um, you know, you probably got that extra bump. But, yeah, I mean, if, if Teague's definitely out, I think he definitely slots in there as a nice punt play, and, and it's probably a value punt play at that time because, you know, he's, you know he's going to get the minutes. You know, he you know I don't love the matchup here against Toronto. I uh, don't love it at all. But uh, at 3,700, there's really, you know, not much else you can look at. I mean, right. he's, there's really nobody else under here. And, you know, one, only one other guy that I was even going to mention was Shake Milton, who's had, you know, strung together a couple of good games. He's only 4.5 on FanDuel, you know, 35, and then 26 last game against Charlotte, put up 35 uh, in just 24 minutes against Orlando the game before. Two blocks of steal, six assists, four rebounds, and 14 points. So he's come along really nice, too. Uh, that's his second game over 33 fantasy points uh, out of the five that he's played. So Shake Milton uh, is really the only other guy that I would even take a look at when you can't get down this far. Yeah, on DraftKings, you're, you're going to potentially have another option there um, if Luka gets ruled out again. Uh, sure. FanDuel, proactive, already adjusted Burke and Bronson for this slate. DraftKings did not. Bronson's $3,300. So uh, if, yeah. if Bronson starts again for an injured Luka at 33, I mean, yeah, you'll play Bronson over over Pritchard. That's that's fine. He's, he's 4600 You're going to have to, right? Yeah, he's $4,600 on FanDuel. So, again, he's not as cheap as uh, he is over on DraftKings, where, again, they just they just didn't take into account that he's hurt. So whatever. Right. Uh, let's go on over to the shooting guard position here. Uh, we mentioned the Harden thing already. Didn't play the other day due to an ankle injury. Questionable for Monday. If he's in, he's fine against Dallas. Um, you know, 50 fantasy points the other night, even with everybody all all playing. I think that's what you're going to be looking at with Harden. So it's Harden, whatever. 
Uh, SGA against Miami, you know, it's a, it's going to be a tough spot for him, you know, in my opinion. You know, we, as much as we love Gilgis Alexander, he doesn't have a great supporting cast. And I don't know if this is the matchup that I feel like running him in. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know, you know, it was good. It, we, you know, we were higher on, on Shea than a lot of, you know, probably coming into the season. And then I was down a little bit because I didn't know exactly how this team was going to respond. Just like you said, like he doesn't exactly have, you know, he's got Al Horford. <laughs> I mean, and then he's got, you know, a bunch of guys that are young like him and, and you know, are just, you know, second and first and second, uh, you know, years in the league. So, yeah, it makes it hard. Plus, as you mentioned, he's going to give against, uh, you know, Miami, Eastern Conference Final, you know, there. So it's, it's yeah, it's it's not a great matchup. Don't think I can pay 8K on FanDuel. Definitely don't think I can pay uh, what which he's listed as a point guard, um, you know, as he is on DraftKings. You know, 7-8, he got kind of a little bit of a, of a decrease in price there, but I still just don't think you can go there. Um, yeah. I mean, again, we mentioned Fred Van Fleet right below him, who actually, you know, had a really good game. Likely is going to draw the Marcus Smart. Um, so yeah, or Jalen Brown, who's just he's also a very good defender. You know, yeah, one of the one true. of the two will be on him for sure. Right, that's a good point. Very good point. Um, other than that, when you you know really when you start getting below that, you're starting to look at guys like Jimmy Butler. Um, Would you go Simpson. back to Butler? I mean, you didn't play him. I played him, but Butler. I didn't play him. No, he missed every shot. Like. You know, like it was very frustrating to see him come off that injury uh, against Dallas and and just do absolutely nothing in that game. Um, you know, but I, I feel like when he's starting as the point guard on that team, um, you know, it just gives the upside and, and it is OKC. I like I like attacking OKC. We're going to get to Bam, obviously, when we hit center. I think Bam could be my favorite center play on a slate that has a lot of great centers. Um, I think attacking OKC at the center position is just going to be a spot that you just dominate all year. Um, and Bam looked fantastic. So not to jump the queue there, but uh, oh, Miami, uh, you know, Butler, OKC, you have Middleton against Detroit, who we always talk about, you know, wearing about blowouts, but Middleton generally still manages to find his points, uh, even in games that are blowouts. You have Oladipo against the Pelicans, and we, and we realize that uh, New Orleans this year playing extremely slow. Like one of the slowest paced teams in the NBA. Yeah, not something that I love. Obviously, you know, considering they were a top, you know, three paced, top five paced team last year, you definitely don't love to see that. And then, of course, you get them matched up here with Indiana, who's obviously another slow team. So, yeah, Vic, you know, we were really high on Vic yesterday, I believe. And, you know, he ended up getting to value. <laughs> He clawed his really way into getting value after going like he, claw, he definitely clawed it by free throw by free throw, man. Yeah. It, it was a it was a battle, uh, and he I mean he ended up getting there. But Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, he just kind of stole the show. Um, yeah, I mean Vic is is still that cash play that you know we know literally he averages thirty five fantasy points, and that's exactly what I was gonna say. He's that that one guy that can get you thirty to thirty five fantasy points any night, and you pretty much know he's gonna do it. You know, so like. It's it's tough because he's on such a good team, um, and even with TJ Warren out right now, you know it, he's got Sabonis, he's got Miles Turner junking up, you know nine threes, and he, yeah. you know, he's got Malcolm Brogdon who's playing extremely well. Uh, so it's hard to to you know to get his upside, um, and and it, that's just a, a big reason why he likely will always just be a cash play. I mean, it's too hard. In our conversation, Sean, I don't find that you're actually ever a big fan of Colin Sexton, but he again <laughs> came through. Well, at 42 fantasy points, he he's a pure scorer. Like 
He gives you a couple rebounds, a couple assists. The steals have been nice this year. You know, he's giving you a steal now in, in five straight games. And, you know, the book in that five-game stretch, he had two games of three steals. But, I mean, we're talking 27, 28, 20, 22, 32, 27 actual points in games this season. Darius Garland may not play. We know Kevin Love is out. I, I think Sexton, honestly, is a really strong play. Yeah, I mean, if Darius Garland's out for sure, I mean, and I, I mean, and I don't know if he sustained that shoulder injury in the game because he shot like total shit. Um, to be blunt, uh, I was kind of really perturbed because he was six K, and I was, I mean. I didn't think going into paying 6K for Darius Garland that he was going to shoot as bad as he did. But if he did have a shoulder injury that we weren't aware of, obviously that would have been some really pertinent information to have. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I can't really say anything badly towards Colin Sexton. The guy's actually played really well this year. Um, and as you mentioned, he's doing just a little bit more. He's kind of he's kind of what we would like, um, uh, you know, uh, what's his face from Miami to be. You know, that's kind of what we. Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Duncan Robinson. That's kind of what we want Duncan Robinson to do too. And uh, you know, with the, after he had the the Christmas game, uh, he's kind of went back down to to where he he stays at. And but no, Colin Sexton, he's been great. He's been really good scorer. Orlando running with the fourth, you know, right around top five, fourth, fifth, uh, fastest pace in the league right now. Cleveland plays zero defense, so I think that game can can probably motor a little bit. And, yeah, like Colin Sexton, especially if Darius Collins out, he's going to probably take 40 shots. Um, uh, whether or not Evan Fournier is active, uh, Terrence Ross is just lighting up the world right now. Uh, he's $5,900 on DraftKings. He is $5,700 on FanDuel. I mean, 39 fantasy points, 26.6 boards, two assists uh, the other night. You know, in, in the games that he's been healthy this season – 28 minutes, 19 points, 28 minutes, 25 points, 30 minutes, 26 points. Against OKC, in which he got hurt, 24 minutes, 14 points as well, on his way to another huge scoring night. Uh, Terrence Ross is venturing into, like, my Dennis Schroeder underpriced cries here. Like, he's a... Uh, he was 4% owned the other night. I know. Like, people, I, I, people are forgetting. I had no... Ross yeah, I, was, I was shocked. I was shocked. And it was just because he had missed the game before. I love playing that. If you know that the guy's a good, I mean, he's a full go. And, you know, a guy like Terrence Ross that a lot of people just kind of skim right over. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he ended up putting up a good game. I mean, at 4%. I mean, he was probably one of the big reasons why I even, you know, didn't lose my ass on Andre Drummond. So uh, <laughs> I got to thank him for that, for, for, <laughs> for that. But anyway, yeah, Terrence Ross, is, he's, he's, he's kind of like Sexton, man. He's just a volume shooter. And when once he starts hitting shots, uh, the sky's the limit. Yeah, speaking of somebody that once they start hitting shots, Devontae Graham won for 10 yesterday. Uh, <laughs> eventually, though, <laughs> these shots are going to fall eventually. for him. <laughs> eventually, they will. Uh, finally got a price drop. He's down to $5,400 on FanDuel. Uh, and DraftKings have dumped him down to uh, 57 uh, I mean, he's not a, he's not a 10% shooter. You know, like he's not a yeah. he's not a sixteen percent three point shooter. Eventually, these shots are going to drop. Even with the one for ten shooting in thirty minutes, there twenty five fantasy points on DraftKings, five points, three rebounds, nine assists, and a steal. Like he's not losing minutes; he's just missing shots. Eventually, right. those shots will go in. Um, other value on at shooting guard on FanDuel at the very least. Josh Richardson's forty eight hundred again. If no Luca, maybe even if Luca plays, it's Houston. Uh, your boy Dort's forty seven hundred dollars on FanDuel. Josh Hart. Saved a lot of lineups the other night uh, with the way he climbed back in that game. He's 4,400. Um, Duncan Robinson's my guy. Not playing well. Missing shots as well. 
Um, any other value, a shooting guard that you like? Maybe Reggie Bullock. Would you go back to Bullock if Burks is out? Still 3,600 on FanDuel. I, I'm, I, I'm not. No, I can't. I don't know. I'm just not a Bullock guy. Um, he's another guy that's kind of like um, his defensive skills whenever he, you know, and, and it, it, might, it might be a good spot here because he's, you know, against uh, Atlanta. But he's another guy that has to hit shots uh, because mm-hmm. he's not going to get a lot of them. You know, Julius Randle, L. Payton, R.J. Barrett. You know, all these guys are going to – they soak up all the shots. Uh, and Reggie Bullock is kind of left over here, you know, on the on the three-point line waiting waiting for a kickout or something like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's put up decent decent points. You know, like I said, he's had a couple blocks, a couple steals in these last couple of games, playing loads of minutes with Burks out, 40, 38, and 33 minutes. But, yeah, you know, you're looking at, at you know, his, his top game so far has been 28 fantasy points on FanDuel. And, and you know, that's because he had a steal and a block, and he, sh- and he shot the ball well, scored 17 actual just a guy that you know. I just don't feel like you got to go down to if you, if you don't have to. Uh, at small forward, can anybody in the league stop Jalen Brown right now? Or no, you know? no. <laughs> so I'll, I'll answer that for you. No. Yeah. Uh, didn't give us much of the peripheral stats in this game against Detroit today, but thirty-one actual. So only thirty fantasy points. Also, Fanduel he had six turnovers. You lose a point per turn- turnover on Fanduel. But you look at these recent games for Jalen Brown. I mean, he is shooting absolutely lights out from all over the floor. Um, he, he's a top price small forward on this slate on FanDuel. Uh, on DraftKings, he's $8,300. He gave you 36 fantasy points. He's likely going to get, I would assume, a Nobi defense, you know, or maybe they stick a Nobi on Tatum. I mean, I, it's really pick your poison with the two wings in Boston and how they're going to choose to defend him. If they do go Marcus Smart at point guard tomorrow – yeah, I mean, Brown's going to have a big size advantage on Fred Van Fleet. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see the, how they go about defending uh, the Celtics there. But Jalen Brown's been on fire. Equally as impressive this season, Brandon Ingram. So how do you decide between those two? Well, uh, just because I wrote the playbook the other day, whenever, um, you know, yesterday, I should have said, when Ingram was against was playing against the Raptors, uh, I did note that, you know, they were allowing the most fantasy points to that small forward spot. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be picking up Jalen Brown here. I don't care what his price is right now. The guy's just in fuego. He's hitting everything. Um, and, yeah, most of the time you get those, you know, secondary stats that, that really just pad his, you know, fantasy value. Mm-hmm. But I can't really take a whole lot away from Brandon Ingram either. But I think that Indiana um, this year already is, is uh, I'm not, I don't want to say a much better deal defensive team than the Raptors, but on the same token, I guess I am kind of saying that. Uh, Indiana's played well, man. Indiana's been really damn good to start the year. Uh, in Toronto, I mean, they, they did pull out the win, um, but it was the Pelicans. I hate to say it. Um, Pelicans, you know, we know how the Pelicans uh, tend to kind of give away some games at times. Uh, so, for me, yeah, I, I definitely would probably have to go with Brown still. Uh, the, the tier after them, uh, Tobias Harris, three straight really big games out of him. Uh, against Toronto, noting small forwards here, 26 and 11 against Toronto for Tobias Harris. Uh, right. Orlando, he had 20 and 9 in Charlotte. He had 24, 9 and 6. 59, 37, 53, 40 fantasy points the last four games for Toby Harris. Um, I mean, just it's a matchup where, again, we were worried about a blow, but Charlotte hung around long enough, and right. Harris just absolutely smashed uh, that spot. Yeah, I mean, what what can you say? You know, I'm sure everybody's going to chase him this game and, and watch. I bet he'll probably shoot, you know, one for 16 or something, <laughs> knowing knowing that, you know, everybody's going to chase him on this slate because his price is fair. 
Um, you know, at seven point six on DraftKings, you really gotta love that because he's a big three point shooter. So, um, yeah, and I mean, it's not bad on you know four hundred dollars more on Fanduel. So, getting him in the same matchup that he just demolished, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be tough to lay off. Are you chasing the Gordon Hayward points? I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like this, this get that we talked about this before we hopped on the pod. Like the, we did. Yeah. The total, the total the other day was was right around the same, uh, and then it ended up going for like two forty, two fifty points. I mean, the total is the same. Uh, I guess you know the the spread is the same. It's nine and a half, ten points. I guess they're expecting, uh, you know, probably this will be the time that Philadelphia actually does blow them out. I'm going to go ahead and call it right now because I think it'll probably happen. You know, P.J. Washington is, is questionable. Uh, he's a part of that Charlotte team that, you know, they, they're going to need. Uh, I don't know. I, just, I got a feeling that this will be the game that they, they, they actually do blow them out, and you're probably not going to get but three quarters or so out of the Philadelphia starters. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there now. <laughs> that's that's fine. Uh, another chalk player that you hate playing is Larry Nance. Uh, he's seventy one hundred dollars now, so the price continues to rise up on him. But again, another guy that is just producing when on the floor. There is no Kevin Love. You know, thirty seven, thirty two, thirty three, twenty nine fantasy points the last four games on DraftKings. Seventy two and seventy one hundred dollars though now, Sean. Uh, you know, is Nance still out of your range here? Or he's finally starting to bleed a little bit. I'm believing it. I mean. Look, I mean, don't get me wrong. As long as Kevin Love is out, the guy's going to play minutes. We know that. We saw it all last year. Um, you know, he did just kind of he, – he dunked off a couple games and made a lot of people mad, and um, me included. And, um, you know, I, I'm definitely a believer. He, he played a really damn good game the other day, and it was bad because, you know, Drummond pretty much got benched for most of the game. Yeah. Uh, well, but, I was – yeah, but Larry was was literally taking all the rebounds from him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I totally don't mind it. A little bit tougher matchup here, I would say, um, than Atlanta. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a believer in it. I, I got a feeling that he's he's going to continue to play well as long as as uh, and he's going to get the minutes. You know, as long as Love is is on the shelf. So yeah, small forwards loaded. Last year, I had a lot of problems with small forward. I thought it was a weak position. The way they're positioning over in Fanduel, I mean. Harrison Barnes at 61, RJ Barrett at 61, Tim Hardaway at 58 against Houston. Maybe no, um, no Luka Doncic. Tyler Heroes at 5,400 dollars. DeAndre Hunter, who I've been playing pretty much every slate at this That's point. Been good. Yeah, he did get a price bump. He well, he has been under 5K. FanDuel now he's 5,400 dollars, but I'm still not shying away from him. I, I pointed this out in our sub chat. Um, I think it was earlier this morning or last night. He was the fourth overall pick in last year's draft. In a draft class that was actually pretty solid, you know, the way yeah. you look at the guys that are in that draft. And, and, you know, Hunter had a little bit longer of a developmental period just given, you know, how the, the Hawks used him last year. But he's coming on. He's playing really well, uh, right. very consistently as well. Like, he's giving you across-the-board production. Uh, 5,400, he's there. Eric Gordon, if there is no... James Harden, Gordon went for 36 fantasy points yesterday. We know what Eric Gordon can do if given starter minutes. Kelly Oubre is 5,200. Like, that whole tier from under 6K, Barnes down to Oubre, and think whatever you want to say about Oubre, you know, he had a couple good games and another dud. Like, that's a strong mid-tier for small forward. Absolutely, man. Like you said, I mean, you get the the revenge narrative here with Harrison Barnes going back into the Bay Area uh, if you're into that sort of thing, and he's been a great cash game guy. Barnes is always a cash game guy for me. Harrison Barnes has been playing good. You know, 30, 40, 30. uh, Had a 28-pointer against Phoenix, and then a 
44 against Denver to start the you know start the season. Yeah, the the been, game, he's man. had one bad game. I mean, mm-hmm. he's literally had a floor of about 28 fantasy points, 30 fantasy points. Uh, yeah, I mean, his price is starting to get up there a little bit more than you probably want. We're we're probably looking, you know, where he's been more in that like he is on DraftKings, 5.6k, you know, mm-hmm. five mid 5k range. That's kind of where you like to live with Harrison Barnes. But I don't hate 6.1 on on uh, you know on on FanDuel, especially for cash if you're going there. Um, you know, Tyler Hero again is just still saying at the same price on FanDuel. He's a small forward for some god-awful yeah, reason. reason. sure, yeah. That's kind of what I was looking at Larry Nance being a small forward. I was like, when did he play small forward ever? Like, yeah. when's this guy ever played small forward? None, okay. Nonetheless, DeAndre Hunter, uh, they've been raving about not only his defense, which they, you know, I've seen reports of they're throwing him on the opposing team's best players. Like, he is a defensive stud because he's big, he's bulky, uh, and he's hard to get around. So, uh, you know, he, he's going to be on the floor. He's playing huge minutes. And also another thing that they've been talking about is his three-point shot. He's been on fire from the three-point. And that's why, you know, I kind of like him a little bit more on DraftKings for that reason. But, yeah, I totally agree with you on this tier. Eric Gordon there, too. Again, if, if, if uh, you know, if Harden doesn't play, we know he's going to start. As you mentioned, he's, he's a high-usage player whenever he gets to have the usage. Uh, yeah, and even even that first game when Harden did play against Sacramento, still got 24 points out of Eric Gordon. I mean, like, two steals in both games, he shoots threes, he's 5,700 in DraftKings, maybe a little bit of a bargain because you do get that bonus like you mentioned, but uh, he's yeah. a productive player. Um, maybe one thing worth mentioning here is that Ben McLemore is eligible to return. I don't think Ben Mack's going to all of a sudden cut into Eric Gordon, but yeah, he's a guy that right. had been inactive. So uh, right, you know, right. something to at least, I guess, uh, maybe pay attention to there. Um, other than that, though, I don't really have much interest in any of the value tier. Um, the, only thing I see, the only thing I see is in this simply because he's a game-time decision with Josh Jackson. We've seen Sadiq Bay, you know, start some games. You know, we saw it with, uh, with when Griffin was out the last game, had a really good game. Right. Uh, he's only 4.2 on FanDuel, and I don't even know what he is on – where is he? There he is. He's 3.9 on DraftKings. Um, small forward. Uh, he would likely maybe slot into that yeah. to that starting you know starting role. So that's one we can look at. He's I got like some that. Plus, you know what? Here's something worth noticing. Mentioning, uh, we we're pretty good at doing this, Sean. So let's see if we can do it again. It is a back to back Detroit. Does Derrick Rose sit? Does Blake Griffin sit? And if they do, is you know Sadiq Bay yeah. definitely in the starting lineup, right? For sure. Yep. So something certainly to work out. And, and then if Josh Jackson's out, I mean, it's in Milwaukee anyway, so you can probably play Bay anyways. Yeah, you probably get Bay. Bay gets, Bay's definitely going to get blown out easily. So, yeah, 14 and a half spread. I think Bay will probably be a, a nice tournament play for sure. Yeah, I like that. I like that call a lot. All right, let's jump on over to the power forward position here. Uh, Giannis is at the top. Again, the, the worry about Giannis is always about blowouts. And if he can always. do enough to get you the number in the blowout. And against Chicago, he did. 27 minutes, 65 fantasy points. There have been games like Miami, 24 minutes, 32 fantasy points. Or Golden State, 26 minutes, 34 fantasy points. So it's really pick your poison on these blowout games and whether or not Giannis can can get it done. Uh, We know he can. It's just getting the right matchup. So play him in your GPPs. I don't know if I can use him in cash or not because of that uncertainty. Um, But if you're making multiple lineups, you want to build a lineup around Giannis, I'm not going to tell you no. Uh, he's just too elite of a player to totally fade. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I probably played Giannis once, you know, so far this year, and it was on the bad game. So <laughs> it's just yeah, I used I him against Boston because I knew that the Celtics had no answer for him. Yeah. Uh, and you know, thirty-five and thirteen, and, and really, 
52 fantasy points, it, it didn't really get me there. You know, I need I wanted the 60 burger, you know, like yeah, the 60 yeah, steak exactly. or whatever we call it. So uh yeah, so build them and if you want. About, we talked about this. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was saying the uh, play them if you want. It's a GBP only guy for me. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, tier below, Sabonis keeps on smashing. Um, you know, again, had a double-double against New York, 13-13-4. It wasn't a great shooting night for him, but, I mean, look at the season. He's got a double-double every single game this season. It'll be good to watch. Fun, I guess, to watch him and, and Zion uh, bang around. Uh, Christian Wood, zero concerns about Christian Wood. I mean, everybody's back, and he's still dominating. They, they didn't have Harden, and he went for 53 Christian Wood, ninety-one hundred dollars on draft on Fanduel, rather. Uh, he's a center Wait, only. Yeah, he's a center only on DraftKings at seventy-four. Wow, I mean, <laughs> that's that's a free play, I think. I'm about to say you can pair up John Wall and Christian Wood for what fifteen k? I mean, fifteen yeah. five. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's going to be popular. That's going to be a real popular build, especially if Harden's out. Yeah, I I agree with you hundred percent on that one. Um, Jason Tatum, you know, against Toronto, we saw Tatum have a huge series in the playoffs against them. He was mm-hmm. the one that did the job today for Boston against Detroit, 57 fantasy points. He's given us a couple of 50 fantasy point games, pretty consistently sitting the forties. Uh, Tatum can be an all around play. I'm not really fading him. Um, if he fits your build, if you want to go there, that's fine. Um, Julius Randall, uh, another guy that we've been just absolutely loving to play. He was one that had an awful shooting night again the other night against Indiana, but still 12, 11, and 8. Uh, he's the, the assist numbers for him 7, 11, 5, and 8 the last four games. And this matchup, he should get John Collins, which, you know, we love that defensive spot. Yeah, I totally, I totally don't mind it. His price is actually looked like he was down a little bit. Well, not on drafting. He's up to 9K, but he was, like, on he was, he was, I think he was 8K the other day on FanDuel, so he's around the same. Well, he was 9K on DraftKings. I know that. But, uh, but yeah, regardless, he, he's definitely been good. Uh, Tibbs is out there running him you know, ragged. I mean, yep. we, we knew that we knew this coming in. We knew this was happening, yeah. We didn't know this was he was going to be this good. I mean, dude's getting around a triple-double almost every game right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty nuts to see it because, you know, two years ago he was playing for the Lakers. Or, no, wait, was he? It might have been two, three, two, three years ago, and and we were just every slate we were just so angry because he wasn't getting any playing time, mm-hmm. uh, and then even you know two years ago when he was playing for the Knicks and not getting much run time because for for whatever reason you know it, it, was, it was not good, <laughs> right, right, you know yeah. whoever Hornacek or whatever was running the team, but uh, none, nonetheless, yeah, he's playing extremely well. He's getting all of the looks. He's running point point Julius Randle here. Um, running, you know, running the the point guard spot, kind of like LeBron does, uh, and he's he's just, you know, he's reaping all of the benefits out of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, someone got a price drop here is John Collins. He's down to sixty eight hundred dollars on Fanduel. Uh, Collins on DraftKings is priced up at seventy two hundred dollars. Um, you know, what, what's your take here? He's the minutes have been a little bit up and down on him. Gallinari has been ruled out for an extended period of time. 34 minutes is great to see, and, and he's been over 30 now in two of the last three games. You know, maybe, you know, I, I don't really know why he'd been off the floor in the other ones. Maybe it could have been fouls, but, you know, what do you think about Collins here against uh, the Knicks? Uh, I don't love it. Just because I think there's just so many good, you know, plays above him that mm-hmm. I would probably just pay up the extra two grand and get basically, you know, Randall, Tatum, Wood. Um, 
even Sabonis. I mean, I just think they're, that the power forward spot here is pretty elite. And, yeah, I just really don't think that you have to go there, to be flat out honest. Okay. Uh, other power forwards that we have on the slate below them. Uh, you were right on the Aaron Gordon call the other day. Still only played 27 minutes, though. Um, so they, they seem, seem, to be, seem to be limiting him uh, just a little bit there. But he, he did have a strong game. Um, I'm not really interested in Basley, even though he had a double-double um, the other night against Orlando. Uh, 19 and 12, really the best game of his season. But going up against Miami, um, not something I'm too fond of here. Yeah. I think you just pay up a power forward. Whenever yeah, you... pay up a power forward. Again, I, we can, you know, we, we made the Doug McDermott call the other day, and he, he just had nine points. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, when we finally decided to give him some credit. Yeah, he doesn't. He just do totally, you know, it's just no fault to him. I mean, he's a reserve guy. You know, that's all there is to it. That's yeah. the you know risk you take when you play those reserves. So, but other than that, yeah, I don't really see anything other down here that I would just be like, yeah, I'm definitely going to be playing him because there's it's, it's pretty bleak. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Let's go to center. Uh, Joel Embiid's at the top. You know, he had this matchup against Charlotte, one that we do love. You know, but only 42 fantasy points, 19, 14. You know, you're, you, we didn't get that Toronto one percenter game that you played him, where you went for sixty. Uh, it's not that he doesn't have the upside in this matchup; he definitely does. Charlotte's terrible against centers, um, you know. But I don't think I want to pay ten k for him. He's probably going to be another maybe one percent play for you. I don't know. Um, Drummond's there at ninety five against Orlando, coming off a bad game. Uh, Bam is at eighty seven on Fanduel. I played Bam the other night. Nobody else was on Bam and had a really good game against wow. Dallas. And then on the flip side of that Cleveland matchup, you got Nikola Vucevic there coming off a strong game against the Thunder. Um, what's your take on that top center tier? Yeah, I mean, Vucevic, you know, continues to impress. The guy, it's, you know, especially with Orlando being thin in other spots, I mean, he's the guy that's taken up all the load, you know. He's had three games in his last five that have went for 47 or more fantasy points. The guy's just continued to play really well. Uh, does get a good spot here. I mean, we saw what, you know, Drummond did against a decent center in Clint Capella. Um, got angry, got, you know, technicals, and then was benched. And then all of a sudden, you know, Clint Capella smashed that game too. Uh, so I definitely like Vucevic here. I agree with you with Bam. Um, you know, he's going against Al Horford, who's a decent defender, but, you know, kind of getting older on the step. Yeah, they don't play uh, Al a full allotment of minutes either, which is why I really liked this, like, after they take out Horford and Horford plays just 23 to 25 minutes, it's like Muscala, it's Roby, and it's just like it's, it was a matchup that I thought Bam could really take advantage of. Definitely, yeah, could definitely exploit that matchup. Uh, you know, Drummond, you want to go back to him, but I really just don't think I'm going to pay 9 5, 9 2 for him. Mm-hmm. And Embiid's kind of in the same spot. You know, the thing with Embiid is that he's just, you know, got so many good guys around him. You know, Simmons, you know, he's, he's just got a, a really good core of team. You know, now Seth Curry's come on strong, playing really well. Tobias Harris playing really well. Yeah. And that just takes away from your best guy or who you would want to be your best guy. So, yeah, I think Vucevic is easily the catch play again here. Um, <clears throat> I think you really don't have to go very much farther than, you know, uh, Vucevic and Bam if you're looking at the top. Yep. Uh, I think on DraftKings you're going to be likely looking at Capella again at 61 Hundred dollars. I know we already talked about Wood and, and loving playing Wood over on DraftKings. You might just double up your center spot. Sixty-one hundred dollars for Capella. The way he's playing right now, I think is just uh, too tough of a price tag to pass up. Uh, he's sixty-five hundred dollars on FanDuel. Still, I think a really strong 
uh, strong option. Uh, uh, below him is is Grande and my, you know, definitely I've been on the Rashawn Holmes train for a while. Grande was all in on, on him the other day as well against Houston, and he smashed for 48 yeah, he's sixty three hundred dollars on Fanduel. Uh, what is he on DraftKings? Uh, five point six. Five six. My God, he's a center on DraftKings, man. Good Mitchell luck picking. Robinson, five seven. Yeah, good luck picking. <laughs> he's, five, five on, he's five five on Fanduel. I was about to say we're getting to our boy with Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. He had a good, he had a good game last game. Sixteen points, nine rebounds, one mm-hmm. assist, two blocks. It's Indiana. I mean, uh, played 29 minutes. So that was that was good to see um, him kind of get back in rhythm. Hopefully that's good things to come. I think it'll be a good good spot here against Atlanta. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you on that one. Uh, you know, it is a back-to-back, but, you know, Mason Plumlee's been solid all season long. You know, Milwaukee is, you know. Yeah, Bobby long. Portis, right? We got to yeah. play Bobby Portis. Well, I was going to say, I was, get, I was getting to him. Bobby Portis is only $4,700 <laughs> on FanDuel. Uh, on DraftKings. What is he on DraftKings? Four nine. Four nine. Power forward center or just center? He's just oh, he's power forward center. Actually, perfect, perfect. Yeah, we we played a lot of Bobby P the other night. Uh, that that came through. Uh, and he's been getting a lot of run because they've been blowing teams out. I mean, um, so he's fine. You know, one thing to mention again: Boston on the back to back. Tristan Thompson played a bunch of minutes in this game, and if there's been a trend that maybe we notice, uh, you know, the other night, Tom. They sat Thompson on the second game in that back-to-back after playing him, you know, a good amount of minutes. So uh, curious to see if they sit him again. If they do, you know, does this put Robert Williams, you know, Time Lord back in, in our field division? Uh, does it give us, you know, um, Daniel Tice options again? Chalk Daniel Tice again, yeah. Yeah, you know, like because if, if if he ends up sitting, you know, Tice is only $4,300, you know, Rob Cove is under 4K on FanDuel. Neither of them played outstanding the other day. But, again, just, uh, you know, there could be some added value uh, to them if they end up getting ruled out. Portis is good. I think Biambo just always produces really regardless. I, was, I literally of just had his player card pulled up and was looking. Yeah, 28 and 32 is last Yeah. I mean, he's been good. Or 36, uh, rather, against Memphis. Uh, 16 and 12, big double-double. Um yeah, Bamo's just been that guy. I mean, he's he's been playing well. I mean, he's slotted right into that starting role, and he's getting the minutes, even in blowouts. So, yeah. What do you think um, about Boucher? I think he's – who? Chris Boucher. Boucher? Boucher? Boucher. Yeah, Boucher. I mean – 29 minutes. Price is up on, on FanDuel, 6.2. Uh, but 5-1 on DraftKings, and he's a three-point shooter, and he can hit him too. Definitely like it a little bit more on, on, uh, on DraftKings because you get that added, you know, bonus – for the three pointers, for and he's at five one, um, and you know the you know the the blocks and steals still add up on DraftKings too. I know we always like yeah. to allude to the fact that it's one extra Fandle, point. you get more for the <laughs> blocks and steals, yeah. right? But at the same point, you know it does add up too on DraftKings, and he does shoot a lot of threes. So mm-hmm. I think at five point one, he's definitely worth a look. I agree with you on that one. Uh, that wraps up our preview here, uh, position by position, nine games slate. We'll have all the content there for you. Uh, you know, starting five, value ball, playbook, fast break, live stream, uh, you name it. We got it for you for this slate. Good way to kick off the week. Any final thoughts here, Sean? No, man, I think this is a, a really fun fun slate. And I already see a bunch of different builds that I can go with. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I agree with you on that one. All right, everybody. Well, we will catch you next time. Thank you.